welcome to my wonderland. I'm Jeff, and it's a new day, a new week, and a new episode. And not only that, but this is episode 40, the final episode in season two of the show. Now, after today's episode, we're going to take a five-week hiatus, but I will return with a brand new season, so I hope you'll join me for that. Now, if this is your first time to the Wonderland, my name is Jeff Healy. I'm a musician, singer-songwriter, comedian, amateur barista, fried chicken enthusiast, and observer of stuff. And I want to talk to you about some of that stuff during the next 15 minutes or so. So settle in, buckle up, and remove all sharp objects from your person. So yeah, here we are in this thing called life. And if you're listening, you're obviously alive. So that's got to be a good thing, right? Yeah, look, I do think being alive is generally right up there with the really good stuff. Of course, sometimes life sucks. But I like to think that the older we get, the better we become at handling those times. Possibly because after a while, we're less surprised when things go pear-shaped. Anyway, speaking of getting older, I was reading something recently about a discovery that's been made by which eye deterioration, because of age could soon be reversible on a cellular level. And then I started to wonder whether this type of thing could also eventually be applied to other parts of the body, in effect, reversing the aging process in humans completely. And so in order for us to fully examine this development, I feel it's really only fitting that we now turn to the most logical forum for further discussion. Yes, it's theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to today's blatantly, unabashedly, and unashamedly futuristic episode of Theory Time. Yeah, so up until now, any mention of human ageing reversal would have seemed like fantasy come science fiction. But... As I said, not anymore, apparently. But here's the thing. Look, I mean, really, having spent, say, 80 years or so living on the planet, and in that time, having had to go through so much, I don't know, stuff, how much more does the average person really want to have to put up with? I wouldn't mind betting that a lot of people on their deathbeds would probably be quietly thinking to themselves, well, thank God that's over. Because... It's increasingly difficult to enjoy life when you are literally physically falling to bits. And so let's imagine for a moment that the technology to reduce the ageing process physically and mentally becomes affordable for everybody and also widely available. Suddenly, you'd have a population explosion because not enough people are dying. In addition to which, you've got a whole lot of former geriatrics who are now indistinguishable in every way from 30-year-olds. Now, obviously, this would have a major impact on areas such as dating and unemployment. And I think, without going too much into it right here, it would present tremendous sociological challenges. However, you know, even given the exponential growth in our abilities to do amazing things... I reckon we're probably at least a hundred years away from anything like this, if it ever happens, by which time presumably we'd also be colonising other planets and so 
maybe the overpopulation bit wouldn't be a problem after all. To be perfectly honest though, I'm not sure I'd be interested in being around for that particular brave new world. Unless, of course, certain conditions were met. And on that subject, I happen to have prepared here a bit of a laundry list of what I think we should all consider as necessities for us to want to continue beyond the 100-year lifespan when and if that option becomes available. Now, this list is not exhaustive, and if you have items that you would like added, please send them to me courtesy of my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com, and I shall reveal these on a future episode. But for now, here are some suggestions that I've so far received from friends and colleagues. All right. Number one, the self-chopping onion. Number two, flying cars. Number three, tangle-proof audio cables. Number four, the Star Trek Beam Me Up Scotty technology. Number five, the automatically refilling beer glass. And of course, everybody's favourite, self-cleaning teeth. Right, now I've also got a couple of uh, somewhat controversial suggestions here, including changes to the standard marriage contract. Uh, one of which is the insertion of a can't-be-asked clause, which can be enacted by either party, provided that, uh, that, 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 that sufficient notice uh, is given through prior agreed consultation, etc., etc. Okay, and here's another one. A change to the standard marriage ceremony text, uh, whereby the till death do us part bit becomes till one of us can't be asked, which is... A bit similar to the first one, really, isn't it? Hmm. Well, certainly food for thought, everyone. And, of course, that's the way we like to roll here on The Wonderland. So get those suggestions sent in. No desperate hurry, though. We've still got at least 100 years. This is what I know. Theory time. And that was theory time. Now, as luck would have it, we've arrived at that part of the show where it's all about the bass, it's all about the mid-range, and it's all about the treble, and even more about the music. And today, it's a pretty damn special day, because today, one of our Wonderland-approved artists, namely The Mergers, is dropping their brand new single, Seekin' for the Light. And so we're going to be taking a world premiere sneak peek at that in just a moment. But before we do, I'm going to play part of an interview I had with songwriter, vocalist and guitarist Jerry Comer a few days ago. Now, I asked Jerry about the history of the band and in particular their sound, which is now very much evolving. And it's a sound which began as strongly reminiscent of the likes of The Beatles and Oasis. Yeah, it used to be. I think um, it's getting a little less over the years, but um, that was when we started. Was kind of the idea to to make a band with a early '60s sound, not not just like the Beatles, but a lot of um, British invasion bands, for example. Um, Oasis or, or like British bands from the '90s, like British rock and roll bands from the '90s, were always a part of our music, and so it was kind of logical development over the last years to make a sound more psychedelic maybe or just just a little different to to the stuff that we did in the early days mine, 
It's out right now on all of the streaming services and their new album, which is called Three Apples in the Orange Grove, will be released on the streaming services and also on vinyl LP on June the 25th. Now you can also check out the guys on Facebook, YouTube and Instagram, as well as their official website, which is themergers.net. And all of the band's albums are available to order on vinyl from www.soundflat.de. Now, those of you who've been listening to the show for a while will know that I often talk about change, which of course is inevitable. The biggest problem with change is that we never know what's going to change and when regarding the things in our lives which we kind of assume are good and therefore must be pretty stable. Well, entertainment is one such area. And I think when radio was a new thing, nobody could possibly have imagined at that time any of the things which would come after it. Relatively untouched, though, since its inception, is cinema. As in going to a movie theatre and watching a movie on a big screen. And so it's now time for you to grab those 3D glasses and the popcorn and try to get one of those seats right in the middle of the centre row as we settle in for the director's cut of Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome to the widescreen Dolby Atmos 7K 3D feature presentation of Thought of the Day. Notwithstanding that huge changes have taken place in terms of movie-making technology, there seems to be no sign of cinemas becoming outmoded or unpopular or replaced by something else, at least not in quite the same way that audio entertainment mediums have. Like, you know, CDs replaced vinyl LPs and then got kind of replaced by streaming and then uh, vinyl LPs. While we're on the subject of audio entertainment, though, I think the suggestion has been raised a few times over the years that live music would one day become obsolete because of tech advances in that field, too. Well, live concerts and performances are still as popular as ever, so, uh, no. Anyway, I remember a time not long ago and not very far away when people were saying things like, no, cinemas are doomed because people would rather stay home and watch whatever it is on VHS or DVD or Blu-ray or on streaming or whatever it is. Well, as we all know, 
not necessarily. It is true that not all really good movies are considered cinema must-see experiences these days, much to the chagrin of some of our most famous directors, but people still love going to the movies. Even drive-in movies, which I never for one second thought would survive beyond the 70s, made something of a comeback during COVID, although necessity might have played the starring role in that one. And so, the Wonderland wonders why the flop is this. My main thought about it is that humans have always been impressed by size. I mean, let's face it, it's a lot harder for the average person to ignore something big. And I say that without the slightest trace of tasteless innuendo, because this is a family show, okay? So get your minds out of the gutter right now, all right? Anyway, one of the best words to describe what's good about cinema is that it's immersive. And we humans like to be immersed in things sometimes because we're easily distracted. And if we're sitting in a dark room featuring a huge screen and surround sound, that's a bit less likely to happen. The very nature of life is that it's a series of constant distractions. And cinemas provide us with an excellent and necessary break from that by affording us the opportunity for immersion. It's also why scuba diving is so popular. But not as popular as going to the movies, because there's less of a possibility that you'll come out of that 3pm Marvel matinee with one of your legs missing. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And on that tasty and insightful note, we say goodbye to Thought of the Day and, incidentally, also our show for today. And, yes, Season 2 of Jeff Healy's Wonderland. But, of course, Season 3 is coming up in a few short weeks, so keep your eyes on the skies, or actually your podcasting apps, because there's no end yet in sight of the madness, the merriment and the mayhem as we lower our expectations once again and continue our quest for meaning on the next Academy Award-losing episode of My Wonderland. Just